Welcome to the Marie Menu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Hello and welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're live here in Seattle. A little chilly, just, you know, it's almost winter anyway, so it's supposed to get a little chilly here in the Northwest. But yes, uh, I, I think I have to, you know, I, I don't really like to wear shoes. It's not my favorite thing to do. I mean, I love shoes. They're beautiful, but my feet don't like them. And so um, <laughs> so I finally am wearing closed-toed shoes, which is great because it's cold and wet outside. But now I, I realize I have to start wearing socks, too. <laughs> you know, it's just a little too cold to let my bare feet get exposed to the northwest weather we hope that wherever you are in the world um, whether it's day or night sunny or snowy outside that your day is as beautiful as our day here in the studio in lovely um, Bellevue Washington we have this gorgeous view of mountains and trees it's, it's really quite a stunning place and it was a celebratory day yesterday actually or maybe it's, it started this morning but people got in line yesterday to register for their marriage licenses. Um, Same-sex marriage became legal in Washington State, and people were in the licensing uh, building uh, getting their certificates. Just yesterday, I believe they started last night, and it's happening today. Yeah, that's right. As of midnight, it it is uh, legal to get same-sex married in Washington. And uh, so congratulations to all the folks out there that are getting married. And, of course, uh, marijuana became legal <laughs> uh, at the same time. At the same time. So, yeah, so uh, although quite it's... a celebration, I'm guessing, <laughs> yeah. happened last night for right. a lot of people. And I'm sure everybody right now in their mind has, you know, people are waiting in line, they're smoking a joint, you know, but it's I, really... I don't know about that. <laughs> Well, that's kind of the first thing that comes to your head, you know, when you think <laughs> that marijuana is legalized in your state. However... Um, it's still illegal on the federal level, so mm-hmm. uh, you can't just go out on the street yet. And it's, it's not like Amsterdam, which, of course, my kids, when they traveled to Europe after high school, that was where they landed. Of course, I thought about it later. Oh, they landed in Amsterdam so they could go get a joint at a store and smoke it on a street. I know it. <laughs> Actually, I, I don't think that you can go out and smoke it on the street yeah. in Amsterdam. Oh, I believe you have to go into a coffee shop. Uh, where they're able to sell it. So apparently we actually have a more liberal uh, (laughs) policy on marijuana in Washington State than they do in the Netherlands. Amazing. So, yeah, we're slightly more progressive on (laughs) on that particular issue. Well, one of my youngest daughter, she was the last one to take her trip, you know, to Europe for a whole month with her friends, stay in hostels and she said she couldn't tell me a few stories. She has to wait a couple more years before she tells me a few stories that happened (laughs) while she was there. Smart kid, by Mm -hmm. the way. Um, uh, she said they were checking into a hotel, and the person was smoking a joint right at the front desk. <laughs> Stoned oh. out of their mind, she said that. Yeah, she said, but it was great. It was just a that really might not cool. have been technically legal, but uh... <laughs> <Maybe> not. <laughs> but apparently, but it... they got away with it. Yeah, anyway, which so... is okay as long as they're not hurting anybody, I guess. Right, and I guess Colorado is one of the other states that has legalized the sale and the consumption of marijuana. And mm-hmm. We're just going to have to stay tuned in Washington State to see what it looks like. Again, I'm a little worried about 
future cocktail parties. I haven't smoked pot since, you know, it's been a very, very long time. Well, just time. because it's legal doesn't mean that you have oh, to. Uh, oh, definitely. But I can just, the room, I can just see these smoke-filled rooms with martinis coming my way. And, I was going to say, yeah. I went to Amsterdam and oh, no really? one forced <laughs> a joint on no, me. No, no, no. I just think point. that the room's so. going to be a little full. You, you just have to inhale and you're going to get stoned. But maybe it'll be a lot of fun. We'll just have to see what happens. But I was only in the airport. I should point oh. that out. But you know what's funny is in the airport in Amsterdam, the gift shop is like anything you would think about Holland. So that you, you got your tulips for sale. You got your clogs for sale. You got your cheese for sale. You got your chocolate for sale. But <laughs> no hash or anything <laughs> like that. <laughs> and no prostitutes. That was the other thing. <laughs> right. But uh, all the other stuff, your windmills, your <laughs> your clogs, your well, cheese, I think your next time chocolate you got, windmills. You've <laughs> got to get out of the airport, Eric. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. I guess so. So an, another exciting thing that's happening you know, that uh, is, is affecting actually the world is, you know, doomsday prophecies are predicted for this month, the 21st of December. Well, that's probably why the, the whole marijuana right, thing passed, why not? so people can right? relax <laughs> if we're getting closer as, to the as end a, of the As the a meteor hits Earth, right, right. yeah. And, and so, of course, I've, I've been laughing about this prediction for a really, 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 really long time and in multiple ways, because some people think more of the religious perspective, I think, mm-hmm. think that, you know, the world's going to end in a, in a couple weeks. And then there's people actually in the New Age world that think that there's going to be such a shift in consciousness in, in the next few weeks that the mm-hmm. Earth realm is actually going to jump up to another dimension, like the fourth or the fifth dimension. And I regularly have to tell people that, yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. I think we're a fairly low vibrational conscious Mm -hmm. population, and I don't think we're going to be jumping up to any higher realms at all in uh, the next coming weeks for sure, probably Mm -hmm. in the next several hundred years. It takes Um, a long time. It takes a long time. But I do think there will be more of an awareness, just like how we're allowing now legalizing same-sex mm-hmm. marriage in certain parts of the country. In fact, we're a little slow here in Washington. There's some places on the East Coast that have made this legal for several Canada, years now. And Canada, instance, exactly. Yeah. Um, so I think we're going to notice a softening in consciousness in a place where people can feel more comfortable in their thought processes. Repealing and, some repression, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. I, I would say that that's definitely what's going to be happening but nothing major. You don't need to store water, and you don't mm. have to be, par- be prepared for a major transformation in thinking, except for maybe on an individual perspective, which we all hope is happening no matter what year it is on the calendar. You know, my perspective has always been that the Mayans just needed to put an end to the thing so they could start making new calendars exactly. at some point, right. you know, because once you sell a Mayan calendar, you're set for what, like a, <laughs> a couple thousand years, That's you know what funny. I mean? Yeah. And how are they going to raise money for, you know, firemen or whatever right. schools and stuff like we do, you know, when right. we put together, you know, calendars for sale, you know, so. <laughs> well, that'd be fun to find out if what's yeah. going to be happening in They'll make a brand new one. Yeah, that's exciting. I They'll want one of those. put the sexy Mayan firefighters Ooh. on there or something. And Excellent. <laughs> and sell I, that for- I, I like that a lot. That's a great idea. <laughs> they can that's finally sell some new one. <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines? Sure. But let's point out, I don't know if we've pointed out that mm. uh, it's you on the show today. You're taking phone calls from all our listeners. So if people want to call in we do have lines open 425-373-5527 or toll free 877-825-8828 again that's toll free 877-825-8828 call talk to marie talk to me eric as well i'm here hanging out listening in on all these great conversations and uh, let's go to our first caller we've got kim on the line from california 
Hi, Kim. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm okay. I'm <laughs> okay. excited to talk to you. Wonderful, wonderful. Is this your first time calling into the show? Yes. Oh. I usually I took the day off. Oh, all that is lovely. I hope you're enjoying, I mean, because the weather's got to be nice in California today. It started out sunny, but it's gotten cloudy. I don't know what's oh. going <laughs> Okay. What can I do for you today? Well, um, there are so many things, but I just wanted to, if you could use your intuition mm-hmm. to help me um, figure out what I need to do to be more happy, prosperous, Right. Whatever. Right. You know, one of the things that I hope that will disappear on December 21st, because I'm not in the belief that the world's going to end. I kind of think my guides would have gotten me ready. Like I'd have tons of water in the garage and first aid, you know, supplies, because I always think if the world's going to end, it's going to take a long time for it to really happen because it's a huge planet populated by billions of people and all other kinds of species of life. So, and, and my guides have not made any suggestions about uh, doomsday uh, storage in my garage. So, um, so at any rate, when we think about prophecies, something like that, one of the first, first things I think that many people feel is fear. And I would say that not related to prophecies, that is definitely one of the things that you hold in your body is a tremendous amount of fear. And, I, and, and by the way, um, you can disagree with anything I say, too, Kim, by the way. All right. Okay. And I think what happens for you is there's like this constant, it's like a reader board. You know, if we were to look at an actual physical reader board and there's digital messages going across, um, you have that in, in your own being. And there's like kind of a constant reader aspect going across about fearful things. One of them definitely is money. Absolutely money. And, and so what happens when you get that experience going on in your body, then our emotions, uh, as soon as the reader board goes across, then your emotions get turned on towards fear. And then that's literally what we attract, because what we're feeling emotionally is what we also pull into our existence, even if it's something we absolutely don't want. It's, it's a law of physics, like attracts like. So what will be very important for you, and I would start with the money thing for some reason. I just think that's something you've been working on for a while. And um, and you deserve it, of course, as everyone deserves to have financial freedom and the ability to do what they want to do when they want to do it. I think that's a, a beautiful blessing. Abundance is wonderful for everyone on the planet. So I would love for you to, when you notice those things coming across the reader board, and they may seem very factual or based in fact, and, and that part actually doesn't matter because everything that's happening in life is based on our own personal perception anyway. It'll be really important if you could come up with a different slogan that can go across that reader board so you can change your emotional perception towards resources. Does this make sense, what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. So, so here's one thing. Let's, so what is your biggest fear about money? I don't, it just, it always comes up. Every time I want to go buy something, do something, mm-hmm. I, it's always a, a block. Like, right. I keep because right. I don't have funds. <laughs> That's my biggest fear. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, well, a lot of times people don't equate their belief system associated with fear. But anything that isn't based in love is going to be based in fear. And it's not a loving experience to not be able to go do things that you want to do or purchase things that you want to purchase. So right. what, And you don't have to become aware of all your beliefs. That's one of the beautiful things about manifesting. We, we, we could probably make a list of beliefs that are associated with resources for you, and probably 90% of them would be accurate. <laughs> you know, so we don't have to figure them out. But what you have to do, 
And of course, you get to do whatever you want. But what would work really well is to feel as if you've already gone to the store, you've been able to purchase whatever you want, you have beautiful money in your bank account already right now. You have to start feeling that you have what you want before it actually gets there. A lot of times people make the mistake that they'll allow themselves to have that beautiful experience of emotion when it happens. But that's not how we manifest. We manifest by having an energy, a feeling um, that resonates throughout our whole auric field. That's how we really manifest. And that's how you'll stop manifesting that you don't have enough money, that you'll never have enough money. Because that's probably the biggest belief that I see um, that comes up on your reader board. Uh-huh. So, so here's a here's a little story, and then we'll go to our our next caller. Here's a little story. When I uh, left nursing, I um, became a single mom, and I had three kids. And all of a sudden, I also had a mortgage to pay for by myself. And my all my friends at the time thought I was crazy. By the way, of course, they're not my friends anymore. But they they thought I was crazy that I was going to ditch my logical education career and right. be- become a woo woo lady, literally, and um, and work out of my home. And I was really scared, quite frankly. My mother, of course, divorced when I was seven. I'm the oldest of five. And things were very hard because my dad didn't pay child support. So she worked like three jobs. And so I think my psyche went straight to my mother's fear and my experience being a kid when, you know, there aren't enough funds and there's five kids to feed. And I would say that life was very challenging financially for our family uh, all of my growing up years. So I had to have little talks with myself. I had to tell myself the truth that, A, I wasn't my mother. My ex-husband was paying child support, court-ordered, but nevertheless, he was paying child support. And, and that I'm different. I, I don't have to stay in the fear. And I, I would every day I would p- pack the kids in the car um, to drive to the bank because I had to go to the bank that often because there wasn't enough funds. So I'd take whatever money I'd made from the day. And, and my business wasn't busy enough so that I could wait an entire week or two weeks to make a deposit. And, and I, I, most of the time, I already knew that when I make the deposit, the receipt that the clerk would give me would be less than what I even deposited because I was already delinquent. Uh-huh. And I knew this. And I was embarrassed by it. And I, I felt ashamed and all of these things. But I knew that if I could just change my feelings about it, if I could imagine that the clerk wasn't looking at me like I was an irresponsible parent, because that's what I had perceived in my mind. And if I could just imagine what, how much money I really wanted to be in my bank account. So I would wait in line, you know, like the fourth or fifth car, and I would start to shift my energy before I would even get to the teller. And I would start to think that she's going to smile at me because she thinks my kids are really cute, which by the way, they are. And, and that I'm this responsible mother and she hands me this receipt. And every time I look at it, I just smile at it. I wouldn't look at the actual number. I would just make up a number in my head that, That means I can pay the mortgage, you know, without having to cut on grocery bills or shoes or whatever the deal was. And within a couple of months of doing that regularly, you have to be consistent. You can't just do it once or for a week. You have to be diligent and consistent. Sure enough, within a few months, I had exactly how much money I wanted to have in my account. And that proved to me that all I have to do is change my mind, and that changes my reality. So that's what you have to do. Okay? Okay. It sounds easy, but... Um, it's, it's not easy, but it really, really, really works. We're much more powerful than what we realize, and humans are great at negative thinking. What we need to become really extraordinary at is positive feeling. That's very, very important to us. That changes everything. So I hope that helps, and keep me posted. We're going to go ahead and take a break here on the Marine Manucherry Show. Got a little long-winded on that question. We'll be right back. 
Are you looking for a unique idea this holiday season? Well, Marie is bundling her CDs and DVDs at exceptionally low prices. Visit her website today and take advantage of this limited time offer. Product bundles are available online at energyintuitive.com or by calling 425-825-5671. There's an exciting new astrology hour, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. with Deborah Silverman. Deborah's unique blend of psychology and astrology turns planetary language into plain English. Join us for an interactive hour that's guaranteed to give you personal insights in a fun and entertaining way. Tune in to Deborah Silverman Live. Whatever your life question, marriage, job, family, relocation, or just curiosity, call for a live reading Tuesdays at 5 p.m. and visit Deborah's website at DebraSilvermanAstrology.com. Become a Reiki master the weekend of March 1st through March 3rd at the Hyatt House in Redmond, Washington. This two-and-a-half-day transformative workshop is open to all levels of experience and will certify you in Reiki 1, 2, and 3. You will learn to move energy within the body by practicing on other workshop participants. Marie will be your instructor, guiding you with her own symbolic sight and providing constructive feedback. Take this opportunity to fulfill your dreams of becoming your very own certified Reiki master. You will receive attunements that allow you to practice Reiki at the master level and information on the laws that govern professional practice in Washington State. Enrollment is limited. Please call 425-825-5671 or visit Marie's website at energyintuitive.com for more details. Wisdom Within is a new talk radio show featuring psychic medium and healer Lindsay Paul and animal intuitive and healer Shauna Fisher. From your lunch break to vacation, from your car to your kitchen, from despair to newfound awareness. Join this enthusiastic duo as they fearlessly tap into the depths of wisdom and help you soar to new heights by answering your ultimate questions. Get your weekly dose of spirituality with a kick of reality rolled into one hour. Thursdays at 1 p.m. Get out of your head and tune into your soul. Don't touch that dial. You might miss something life-changing. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. And welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're live here in Seattle. I will also be live on December 14th between 730 and 9 at East West Bookshop. You can call them to register. You can't register at my website, but there is a link to their um, information on my event page. Or you can call them at one 800 Five eight seven six zero zero two. Their classes is that uh, PM or AM? PM. Okay, good. Did I say AM? No, you just said between <laughs> seven thirty and nine. And I was yeah. thinking, boy, that's early. <laughs> yeah. I'll never make it to that. Yeah, that it is early. Yeah, seven thirty yeah. in the evening. In the evening, I think most people, yeah, will still be awake. Yeah, it's going to be um, <laughs> so that's good. A Friday night, so you can go have dinner and then come hang, hang out with me, and I will be talking about igniting your intuition for two thousand and thirteen. Super exciting, and then I will be on January eleventh and. In 12th, I'll be at Changing Hands Bookstore in Arizona. So excited for that. Love that. Doing a talk at 7 p.m. on Friday night and then doing a workshop 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. on the 12th on Saturday. Then I head to the new Resonance Bookstore in Portland. Very, very fun. Doing a a talk on intuitive self-healing. That's Saturday, February 2nd at 7 p.m. The Ricky Master, of course, already a commercial, so I don't think I need to talk about that. But then I get to go to... North Carolina and Virginia. Kind of excited about that. I've never been to those two states. So on Tuesday, March 19th, I will be in Asheville, North Carolina at 7 p.m. at the Mella Prose Bookstore. Hopefully I said that correctly. I'll be practicing that. And then I'll be at the Virginia Festival of the Book in Charlottesville, Virginia 
March 20th through the 24th. In two days, I'll be in Richmond, one in the evening. We're not sure. I mean, I'm sure we'll find out the dates for sure, but we'll be in Richmond giving a talk and then teaching a workshop two evenings in a row there. So that's really exciting. All right. Right. Excellent. So why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines? Let's do it. Let's stay a little closer to home here. Let's talk to Patty in Renton. Hi, Patty. Hi, Marie. Hi. I'm sitting in the car watching the rain hit the windshield. <laughs> anyway, well, I'm glad you're not driving. That's good. Oh no, I, I no, I don't like that. Um, <laughs> I was just wondering if you what you see towards love relationship. Mm-hmm. Did you just end a relationship? Yes. Okay. Um, and so, how was that ending? Uh, rough. Rough, but better for you. Is that true? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. All right. So here's what I think. This is what I hear from your guides. You are a hot product these days. Have you noticed that? I mean, are just people just smiling at you and winking at you or trying to get your phone number? Or Do you feel like you're a hot commodity these days? Well, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> not really. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, I'm, you know, I'm not that arrogant. But <laughs> Well, I don't think it's arrogance. My kids always give me a hard time. Actually, Alyssa does, too, because I don't really notice when men are looking at me. I, I don't really pay attention. I'll be in a coffee shop. And did you see that guy? No, what guy? He was looking at you. No, I'm sure he was looking at you. And they're like, no, really? And so my kids, actually, my oldest texts me often says, Mom, could you smile? Because I spend a lot of time in coffee shops. Uh, so I think you need to turn around and smile a little bit more at whoever is winking or has gotten your attention or would love to get your attention. And you're in a very profound time right now about partnership for you. I wish I knew astrology because then we could talk about that. But luckily, on the 20th of December at noon, Christopher Renstrom is going to be on the show. So he, he can answer all of those astrological questions and give us predictions for 2013, which is really nice, uh, 2013. Um, but you're, it's a really important time period for you. You're ready to make that final kind of decision about partnership. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And can you feel it, too? It's like, I think you're done t- putting your toe in the water. Yeah, and you, and you just want to put the shoes on and walk that path with that new person. And so I would encourage you to be really picky. I think some people should not make lists. Like a lot of my girlfriends are type A. They should not be making lists. <laughs> Luckily, uh-huh. they're all in partnership, so I don't have to worry about that for them right now. Um, but you do need to make a list because you tend to overcompromise. You tend to go, well, this part uh-huh. I like, you know, when there's like 15 other things that you actually don't like. And then after a while, you're bored or unhappy or frustrated or disappointed. And then somebody's madly in love with you mm-hmm. and you're not any longer. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And that's and that's what happened is, is this a whole chain of events. And I'm thinking this this is a toxic relationship. Yeah. And, and it's toxic because it's not good for you. Good yeah. for him or the person, whoever it was. I, I see men, mm-hmm. but I don't know if you're for yes. sure. No, yes. it, okay. it was a man. Yeah. It was a man. Yeah. So so. I think you have to start um, getting really picky and, and because this is a time where the universe wants you to lock into a relationship. You're absolutely right about that. And every time you say no to those things that you know are not good for you, are not going to work for you, then you open up doors for other men to walk through who are better um, potential partners for you. So that's your homework assignment. Smile. Wink back, flirt, whatever you need to do. Oh, okay. you, you know, look around the room to see who's staring at you, number one. And mm-hmm. and then make that list, please, and oh. check it off, okay? Okay, great. Thank you very much. Have You're a good day. You're welcome. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Let's head down to Tacoma. 
and talk to Sam. Hi, Sam. How are you? Hi, great. How are you? I'm great, thank you. What can I do for you? A uh, question about a move. My home uh, has been for sale for um, forever. Thank you. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> and, and and that's an exaggeration, but it's, it's forever. When is this thing going to sell? Right? Yes. Yes. I, you know, four different offers. Yes. So you have four different offers right now? Uh, no, in mm. the past. In the past, you've had four different offers, but they fell through. Correct. Oh, I'm so sorry. So this is a, and correct me if I'm wrong, is this a moderately priced home? Like it's not a, a small home, but it's not really huge. It's kind of in the middle somewhere. Is that true? Yes. Okay. Correct. So here's the deal. And if you're interested in doing something, I'll have you write into uh, my website so Alyssa can give you information. You have an odd attachment to this home. How long have you lived there? Six years. Okay, that's not very long, but was did you have a relationship with someone there, or did something happen in that house? Because you have, what I'm seeing, what's preventing this house from selling, is your hands are like in it, and you're not letting go. Even though I know in your psyche, your mind wants you to move on and go, but I don't feel your energy going. That's see? interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, going through a divorce and not, we're both still living in the home. Ah. <laughs> want the divorce to happen uh-huh. right. like I'm so done right right so it could be financially because um career-wise I'm like almost there to be yeah. independent yeah but it's that close yeah well first of all you guys should not be living in the house together number one because uh-huh. that's what's keeping the energy there however there's this lovely woman I've I've tried to interview her a few times on uh on the air but she won't let me interview her for maybe she likes to stay a little quiet but she's so great it's shifting the energy so people can sell their homes, their boats, their ski lodges, whatever it happens to be. She's incredible. Her name's Nicole Kidman. So uh, what I will do is if you write into the website, uh, Alyssa can give you her contact information because she's fabulous anyway. She's amazing, and people learn incredible things about their structures that they're trying to let go of. Um, what I would do if you know if you want if you don't want to call her, but I think you would have fun and you would hit it off and have a blast with her, is sure. I, I would do a ceremony for you to let go of the house. And and it also your spouse doesn't really want to let go of the marriage. So that's no. part of it too, right? You've got you've got a couple things going on where the little, uh, I see, it's not really your hands. It's almost like your hands are eagle's claws, and that's what's, you know, holding this grip on the house. So maybe give Nicole a call and do a ceremony ahead of time to let go of everything. Okay. And so financially, I'll be okay. You've always been okay. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah, And everybody needs to look at their history because if you've always been okay, if you make changes in your life, it doesn't mean that all of a sudden you're dropping off the cliff. I mean, even the U.S. economy apparently is heading towards the cliff. And I don't think anything's going to change to my paycheck or anybody else's that I know. So it's almost it's, again, this weird, scared perception that we have that if we make changes, even changes that are in the better for everyone, why would that hurt you financially? It's not right. common sense. It's just fear. And fear is always an illusion. Okay? True. True. Thank you. Yeah, and I think it's going to sell early in the new year. Great. Like, you know, before March. Okay? Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a great day. All right. Appreciate it. Wow, that was cool to learn that you know Nicole Kidman. 
Well, and she was able to shift her energy one. and yeah. divorce Tom Cruise. <laughs> so that's yeah. really cool. <laughs> it's a different Nicole. Oh, different yeah. Nicole. Yeah. Well, nevertheless, <laughs> still cool. Very cool. Yes, she's. I, I actually haven't met this woman, but she's fabulous. Speaking of cool, I yeah. bet it's cool in the windy city, Chicago. Ah. Let's talk to Cat. Hi, Cat. How are you? Hi, Marie. I'm good. Thanks for talking to me. Of course. What can I do for you? Um, I was calling. I actually have a couple writing projects that I just finished after a couple of years. And we're just, um, one of them in particular is going out in the universe right now. We have a couple people that are kind of interested in it. And um, Congratulations. Thank you. It's a great accomplishment. Uh, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. And I was just wondering if you were getting any guidance on it. I have a lot of like excitement and I felt like a little teary-eyed this week. Oh, that's so nice. That's so exciting to have those feelings. I think that's really exciting. Um, what I would love for you to do is, is to take it a little step further. Like what if this project that you're doing actually reached what you really want more of a global audience? Yeah. And what would that feel like? Because your personality is perfect for you. Believe me, it's perfect for you having more of a global um, reception in the world. Absolutely perfect. Um, but I think you have to get comfortable with that perspective of being seen okay. or of communicating in a way that you feel is authentic, although I don't see that as a problem either. Just some, in, really, just some internal things where you, you feel a little awkward, perhaps, and I think that's very normal. I would do some visualization where, you know, there maybe there's some stages that you want to participate on and that go ahead and see yourself in that way, in those venues, and doing a fabulous job, and your audience is truly appreciating you. Awesome. That's what I would work on. And I would do it every day, like spend three to five minutes having that type of an experience. And then the celebrating that you've been doing lately, incorporate that into, after you do the visualization, you have all those delicious feelings coming into you, then run around the house celebrating like candles, get really excited, just like, you know, if your home team, football team won the Super Bowl or something like that. Go into that energy space and get super excited. Okay. Okay. And congratulations. I think things will definitely move forward. Your energy will help it enormously. Awesome. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a great day in Chicago. Oh, no, it's, it is Chicago, right? Yes. <laughs> it is Chicago, yeah. Okay. Have a great day. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. Bye. All right. I want to take a quick moment to uh, give out our phone numbers one more time so people can call into the show. We have some lines open. And as you can hear, we take phone calls from all over the world. So wherever you're listening, we'd love to hear from you. I have 425-373-5527. That's 425-373-5527 or toll free 877-825-8828. One more time, 877-825-8828. Now let's uh, head over to Portland, Maine and talk to Carrie. Hi, Marie. Hi, Carrie. How are you? I'm great. Good, good. So what can I do for you? Um, I'm kind of wondering if maybe there's an archway open, Mm -hmm. and I'd like to know a little more about my spirit guides. Sure, I love spirit guides. Uh, Honestly, you know, I I talked at the top of the hour that story about changing my careers and how scared I was as a single mom. And if it wasn't for my spirit guides, I don't think I would have made such a shift, especially since my friends, some of them since I'd known since junior high, were counseling me daily not to um yeah i think spirit guides and having a relationship with them is profound for human beings profound absolutely profound 
So I think you had an archway open. And for those people who are listening and don't know, like, what's an archway? Which I will talk a lot about in my second book that I'm working on right now. Uh, It's an opening that occurs right behind you, um, Carrie. So about five or six feet behind you, an archway has been open. It's about 20 feet high, 50 feet wide. And it looks like half of the McDonald's golden arch. And within the arch, the third dimensional space peels back. And energy from another dimension, a dimension that can really help you in wherever your growth of consciousness is currently, rains upon you for a period of time. So you actually have an archway that's closing down. So it's been open for a while, and you have several more behind it that are are going to be opening up. You're probably going to have a... um, maybe a few weeks in between the opening and the closing of one arch to another. Um, Okay. And so what that tells me is the arch that was open, that you did such extraordinary inner work, because in the middle of an arch is always an additional 50 guides, always, you know, Mm -hmm. helping you out. And so you took advantage of this last arch that you had open, and now you're having more arches because you're on a roll. You're not... It's kind of like when I was talking to that first caller about when you do these exercises to shift your perception, you don't just do them once or for a week. You have to be consistent with it. Mm -hmm. So somewhere in your life you've been consistent and you've made significant changes and now you have even more archways. That means ultimately, probably in the next month, you're going to have like, oh, 150 guides plus your own guides. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, really? Yes, because you've got three more arches that are going to be opening up. I don't I don't know if they'll all be open at the same time. I mean, perhaps for a period of time they all will be, but I think one will open for some time and stay open oh, and then another one will. And So exciting. Very exciting. So you want to get these uh, guides to be working for you. Yeah, you know what and I I've mean? been talking to them. Oh, I've been talking really? to them a lot, yes. And what are you telling them? Um, I'm just asking for help with, like, old belief systems and releasing old old thought patterns and just about everything I talk to them, yeah. Great. That's fantastic. And so what I would also do is put in the gratitude feeling that they have helped you. Yes, right? I have been working on that as well, yes. Good, good. That's perfect because guides already believe that whatever we really want to have in our lives, that to them it's a no-brainer. It's like a snap of the fingers. And so if we can feel grateful for it, their ability to provide even more energy in that direction exponentially expands. So having the gratitude that it already happened is huge. Yep. And, And your guides tell me that they just love you. They adore you. They think you're super precious, super kind. And they're very happy that you're moving into this place of self-appreciation. Oh, you know, great. It's, it's kind of a new thing they said for you. Yeah. And um, they're just really happy that you are making steady progress in that area. Can you tell me anything about, like, my primary guide? Mm-hmm. Is it a woman or a man? Or It's a really good question. I know how many you have. So how many? I think you have seven um, guides, oh. which is an indicator that having a spiritual practice is very important for you. Okay. So that means every day, whether you meditate or have a gratitude moment, you know, do a prayer or something is very important for you because you get so busy um, in your day or at least your mind gets busy. And so you need to have something that allows you to recenter. I do. I do think your primary guide is a female. I do. I think it's a woman. Can you describe her at all? Yeah. Can you see? Yeah, I can see her. Um, She has she looks young, like in her 30s. Uh, which is young for me uh, these days. Yeah. So she's in her 30s. She has very dark hair. Uh, 
chick's really kind of angelic. You know, she's like her skin is gorgeous and glow. She's wearing this beautiful blue gown. So she's just wow. kind of fancy. Um, she, yeah, she's really beautiful, very angelic. She says because uh, she chose that kind of image to be around you because you have an angelic presence yourself. And she wow. helps you to, um, to hold that frequency when you choose to. Wow, that's great. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you so much for calling in and have a gorgeous day in Maine. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We're going to go ahead and take another break, our last break here on the Marie Manu Cherry Show. I'm taking your phone calls. Thrilled about that. I will be live, of course, next Thursday at 9 a.m. instead of noon, and we'll be right back. This coming March, Marie will be making her way back to the East Coast. She's excited to announce that she will be attending the Virginia Festival of the Book March 20th through the 24th. Before Marie heads off to Charlottesville, she will make a stop in Asheville, North Carolina at Malaprop's Bookstore, Tuesday, March 19th at 7 p.m. Marie will give a talk and sign copies of Intuitive Self-Healing. Find out more about these events and others in 2013 at energyintuitive.com. I'm Gary Mans. I'm Suzanne Mitchell. We're a nice, normal couple doing paranormal talk radio. If you're interested in ghosts, UFOs, Bigfoot, astrology, angels, or the afterlife. In other words, if you're like us, wired for weird. Tune in to the experts who join the A-Team of Alternative Talk every week. That's Manson Mitchell, Friday mornings at 10 and Saturdays at 11 on Alternative Talk 1150 KKNW. Are you looking for a unique idea this holiday season? Well, Marie is bundling her CDs and DVDs at exceptionally low prices. Visit her website today and take advantage of this limited time offer. Product bundles are available online at energyintuitive.com or by calling 425-825-5671. 1150kknw.com. It's why they invented the Internet. We think... Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. And welcome back to Marie Menu Cherry Show. We're live here in Seattle. I love that announcer's voice. Occasionally there's, you know, commercials that he makes and I get to hear them on my own show. But he just has the best voice, I think. It's really quite great. You mean the uh, the guy that does all our uh, alternative talk 1150 yeah, IDs? I really like him. It's Jay great. Phillips. Jay great Phillips. Guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great voice. Really great voice, Jay. Love it. So one of the great things about December 21st, which is just a stone's throw away, is that the energy is going to be more productive and helping you to manifest and helping you to stay positive. And remember, you don't have to be positive 24-7. I was just on Facebook and someone wrote, uh, Lori Albert wrote on there, and I love Facebook, by the way. I'm a little addicted. It's kind of a great social outlet for me as I'm so busy throughout the day and sometimes the evening. Um, She just wrote about how she was so happy to know she didn't have to have her energy up 24-7. I think it's almost impossible, if not criminal, to ask human beings to be positive twenty four seven, but to have moments where the authenticity is very pure, and that's what's going to happen. That's going to be the significant shift we're going to notice in just a few weeks. We, it's already kind of taken play, place throughout the year. We've noticed a momentum of growth, of positive energy, and being able to be more positive and and have more hope. Um, and so that's what's going to happen. We're going to have a lovely, lovely shift. Although I do want to point out what this man wrote. This was in the um, the Washington Post. 
uh, they were interviewing a professor about 2012 and the Mayan doomsday prophecy. And he thought that it what happened with a prophecy is that it's it's really about us learning to be more sustainable. He thought that the Mayan calendar, the end of it is to help us to learn to be more efficient and maintaining our earth plane and keeping it healthy because he says the biggest problem in terms of, uh, you know, keeping the planet healthy is really the human population. <laughs> um, so he says 12% of Americans believe in the doomsday prophecy, by the way. Hmm. And I, I really loved what he said, you know, that he, he believes that it really is to help us wake up so that we can um, be more mindful of our environment and be more conscientious and create more sustainability. So I thought that was fabulous. What I wonder is it seems like we've got a dooms- a new doomsday prophecy Ooh, really? like every oh, yeah. three years or right. so. Right. And those all just go past and, you know, but every one of them seems to have about 12% that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> believe in them. And I'm wondering, is it the 12% that go, okay, last time that doomsday <laughs> prophecy was nonsense, but this new doomsday prophecy, is the real this deal? is where it's really yeah. at. Yeah. Or is it a new 12% that gets, that believes that every time? He seems to think that it's new religions that pop up hmm. that, you know, feel that fear is a way to keep their congregation growing mm-hmm. and for everyone to have a singular mindset about survival or we're all going to die at the same time and go off to God. That he seems to think that a lot of these new religions are what kind of keeps the flame of the doomsday prophecies. But I remember I was probably about ten or twelve, and my family and I we lived in government housing all the whole, pretty much the whole time that I grew up. Um, of course, if you live in this part of Washington State, government housing is actually quite nice. You know, <laughs> so I grew up in nice apartment complexes that you wouldn't know were government housing, but nevertheless they were subsidized housing. And I w- had been babysitting for this one lady her kids. And uh, when I left the house, she prepared me for a doomsday. It was the first time I ever heard of it. I was scared to death, actually. Um, And I went home to tell my mother because I'm like, oh, my God, the world's going to end. And my mother laughed very sweetly and said, oh, people used to tell me that when I was a kid, too. Mm -hmm. So it's been going on for a very long time. Maybe she just thought uh, babysitting her kids was going to make it feel like. <laughs> so I better be a good babysitter, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the deal was. Why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines? Let's pop over to Snohomish and talk to Shirley. Hi, Shirley. How are you? Hi, Marie. Good. Thank you. I wanted to know um, about my um, my tiredness and oh. where the source is coming from. I, I'm constantly feel like I'm just pushing myself to keep going. Right. How long has that been going on? It seems like a while now. A couple like, of years? At least. Okay. All right. So, and do you take any supplements for your health? I do. Ah, good. Do you think take anything for your adrenal glands? Um, I just started taking, um, yes, I did. I just got a tincture from my naturopath. Great. Because your adrenals are kind of in the toilet. I, I mean, to me, they're functioning at about 30 percent. Um, mm-hmm. And so and that means that the rest of your endocrine organs are having to work extra hard because the adrenals are the powerhouse for your entire endocrine system. And so when they're right. producing at a, a much less of a of their ability just because of previous stress even can create that or current stress or a combination of previous and current stress. Um, right. So that's wonderful. Um, I think you'll start to feel better in about 30 days. And it's just going to progressively increase. I would not go off the tincture or whatever your acupuncturist recommends that you take. As It's like you need maintenance for a while, maybe even a few years. Um, okay. And so, so keep that in mind. And, of course, ask her opinion since 
she actually has a degree in herbal medicine and I do not. Um, I think right. that, that would be important to, um, of course, get her perception. But I just feel like it's something that your body really needs for a long period of time. Okay. Yeah, so it's you're going to start to feel better. And do I have any messages from my guys? Um, they 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 kind of kid you a little bit because you're so practical <laughs> in a good way, in, in a great way. You have this excellent practicality about you. But they said you kind you're not as practical when it comes to your own needs. Like mm-hmm. you've been you haven't been feeling good for a long time, and mm-hmm. and it took a while for you to really ask for help in a right. way that was clear. And, um, and, and where someone who could help you was, was in your, in your world. You know what I mean? Like you went to go see someone who could actually give you a tincture. (laughs) So, so they say, please, you know, you're so great at being that way for others and you're so accurate actually in your help for others. And, and please allow yourself to have that experience with you too. That's their message. Okay. Okay? All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a great day. And I'm happy you have that tincture. (laughs) <laughs> Thanks, me too. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, now we're going to talk to Debbie in Puyallup. Hey, Debbie, how's it going in Puyallup? Oh, fine, thank you. Good, what can I do for you? Well, I've been going through ups and downs. I've been trying to find something else. Oh, um, my gosh. I mean, downs is really the word I would use. Yeah, because I've been <sighs> trying to find um, another source of income. and mm-hmm. um, I like my house cleaning, but... I want something different. Sure, sure, sure. So when was the last time you had a really good cry? Um, I do it all the time, it seems like. <laughs> well, you haven't cried enough, my dear. I had a really good cry, actually, over the weekend, one of the days. In fact, my daughter was leaving to go hang with friends. I go, oh, good. She goes, why? And I go, because I need to cry. She goes, oh, okay. My kids are used to this. They, Especially when you work in the healing world and you come across all kinds of interesting experiences that others are coming going through. You need to let your body cry. So I, I think you need to have another cry. You're not done crying is how I feel. And and do you typically cry often? Yeah, because I go through mood changes. You do. You go through mood changes. And, and so do you have Kleenex right now? Yes. Okay. Okay. So once you have your big cry, let's say, then what do you do? Do you know how to get your energy back up? Well, I cry for a little while and then I just try to get my strength back and but mm-hmm. I'm not sure that if I am okay so so is a little while like so do you let yourself cry for a longer than like 10 minutes no okay so that's what's happening that's why you're having these stops and starts because you need to cry longer you need to just get this is what I do I just get a box of tissue I kind of lay on the couch <laughs> And I just, it just, I just let it flow for as long as it needs to. You know, I, I always think that creation gave us tears so we can help clear our soul. And there's pain that we feel. You're a very, very, very sensitive person, incredibly sensitive. So even when you're in other people's homes, cleaning their homes, you're actually picking up their energy. And a lot of people aren't happy. I don't know if you know this or not, or if you've noticed, a lot of people aren't happy. Would you agree? Uh, yes. Yes. So you're taking home their unhappiness and then you have your own unhappiness and then you're only giving yourself little squirts to let the pain out. So I do recommend that you let's go for 45 minutes and and just be happy about the crying. I like to smile when I cry. I know that sounds really weird, but I just it feels so good. It's like taking 
uh, a hot yoga class. It just feels so incredibly cleansing. And then this is what I want you to do the rest of the time. You need to get out of your second chakra, which is definitely not what I tell most people. But you feel so much discomfort in the human race that you need to go up higher into the solar plexus, right in between your rib cage. That's where I want you to sit instead of lower in the pelvis because you know how to feel the pain and the suffering of the human race. And I want you to get out of that the rest of the time so that you can sit in your solar plexus and start to feel your joy and your happiness. So I need to be in my solar plexus? Right. So you'll put your hand, let's say, right in between the ribs, um, you know, above the second, below the fourth, um, like mid chest area, upper abdominal, lower chest area, somewhere in there. Um, and just kind of sit in that part of your body, like every day, throughout the day, just kind of be mindful to connect to that part of your body, and that will create more happiness for you. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Have a beautiful day. Thank you, you You're too. You're welcome. Thank you. All right, let's head up to Redmond, and let's talk to Mary Anaya. Marlena. 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 Okay. Marlena. I yeah. need to get my glasses on. <laughs> no, no, yeah. no. People mispronounce it all the time. That's okay. Yes, yeah, What Marlena. can I do for you, Marlena? I um, am interested in knowing, uh, this is a relationship question, mm-hmm. and is it possible for me to create the joy that I feel in all other areas of my life within the relationship I'm in now? Well, you can for you. But you won't be able to create the joy for your partner. Okay. Yeah. And that's that's the hard part. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because that's the part that brings you down. Right. Right? Because your partner doesn't know how to feel joyful. Right. Yeah. And in fact, and and I mean no disrespect by the way, your partner no, just no. tends to be kind of a downer. So my next <laughs> question is, is it possible? to ah. live in my heart. My experience is I'm not able to stay in my heart and living in this relationship. Mm-hmm. So, Well, here's um, the deal. No, I love your question, by the way. I think it's fantastic. Oh, I've actually you. enjoyed, I mean, I love being on the radio anyway, but everyone has just had the most amazing questions today. Awesome. <laughs> it's been really lovely. So I'm thanking everyone for listening and for calling in because t- it takes courage to call in too, don't you think? You know, it does. And it's, interesting i just found this radio station yesterday and i thought i'm supposed to be calling you and i pulled over and here i am oh well well, welcome i'm I'm trusting my intuition (laughs) in all areas except my relationship Ah. speak to that as well i will well welcome to the kknw family and thank you so much for calling in so here's the deal for you to be in this relationship to stay in it if you think that that is in your highest good which is a whole nother question um, but to, to be in this relationship and to remain happy, you actually have to get out of your heart chakra. You're very empathic, highly empathic person. You feel yeah. people all the time. And so yeah. you're feeling this person constantly, and this person isn't happy. And until you can allow your heart chakra to move to another vibration of neutrality, where you, you get to let people be where they are, no matter what, and not let it affect you, you get to go down to your second chakra. See, everyone's slightly unique in how they run their energy. Um, so I want you to get out of your chest, particularly when you're around this person or at home or whatever the deal is, and sit in your lower pelvic cavity, because then you'll be just connected to your feelings, which is where you need to be when you're in a relationship anyway. You're already compassionate. That's not something a skill set that you need to develop. Mm-hmm. So you need to sit in your second chakra and just be concerned with Marlena's feelings. 
okay, so is it for my highest good to stay in this relationship? Well, the interesting thing is when I asked the question, it's the first thing I asked when I, when I started speaking to you, the answer I got is that you already know the answer and you're going to get more clarity about it. So okay. r- right away, I know that it's not a it's not a horrible relationship. Otherwise, I would be telling you something very different. And you're still learning in this relationship. What might be really fascinating is I wonder if this person will get happier or find their own inner peace if you disengage from this kind of energetic caretaking that you're doing. Because this person doesn't have to do much because you're always there smiling, happy, reminders, ideas. You know what I mean? You're like their constant cheerleader. How do, how do I do that? By sitting in your second chakra, be concerned okay. with Marlena's feelings because I don't okay. think you really know how you really feel as an individual separate from everyone else. And that's where you need to be. That's where you need to be in your own self-discovery. Okay. Okay. So um, what are the, my guides saying? <laughs> well, I always like to think I'm chatting with the guides when I do readings. So probably very similar, if not the very same thing that I just communicated to you. They think it's a big deal that you learn to separate yourself from the feelings of others. You'll never lose that ability to know what other people are feeling. But there's very little you can do when people are having a bad day. You need to be concerned with your emotions. Okay. I I can work on that. Good. I'm super excited. And keep me posted. I want to know what happens. I will. I will. I didn't know you're going to be at... uh... East and West Bookstore, but I'm going to try and make it down. Oh, so lovely. thank you so much for your time. I'd love to meet you in person. Me too. I would love that. Thank you. Okay, thanks so much. Bye. Bye-bye. So we've been talking about the Mayan prophecies today, and of course, congratulations to all the same-sex people in our state, or whosever state has legalized marriage. We're so excited and celebrating all of that for all, everyone on the planet, because it's a good thing for all of us. And remember, you don't have to go get, you know, water or canned food to put in the garage because I think we're all going to be hanging around way beyond the 21st of December. And I also want to thank everyone for listening and calling into the show. What fun we've had today. Such a blast. It's been another good one. Another good one. And I'll see you all on the 13th at 9 a.m. here. I'll be live in the studio. And then, of course, the very next day on the 14th, I'll be at the East West Bookshop. Definitely want to call them to reserve your tickets because they sell out fast. Thank you, everyone. Have a beautiful day. Bye-bye.